Welcome to Tilt Talk Radio. Today we're going to be continuing our discussion of local dairy breakfasts. In our spotlight, we're going to take a look at the role of electric vehicles in farming. Egg History Minute, we're going to talk cheese curds. And we'll wrap things up with some cool beans that's corny and current events. With me today are Bill Schaumburg. Hey guys. Max Garvey. What's up everybody? Todd Schaumburg. Hey to all the Tilties out there. And I'm Matt Brueger, all with Tilth Agronomy. Well, we don't want to talk about it, but I guess we should talk about it. The brewers are not doing so well. Ever since we talked about it last Yeah, we talked about how good things were going and then then went downhill. Oh, no! We suck again! We got, was it last night we got romped by the Phillies? I was excited because it was list. The, two nights ago was like ten to zero. Yeah. Last night I was listening in the because it was a day game. I was listening in the truck while I was scouting and they had a home run in the first inning. And I was like, "Yes, we scored more <laughs> runs in the first <laughs> inning than we did all game yesterday." And that was it. And they scored one more, and the Phillies scored eight or something like that. So our pitching getting shelled. That's a new one. Hmm. Good thing Christian Yelich is making $250 million, though, yeah. huh? Two for four yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> What's that now? Three hits for the season? And he's batting leadoff, which is weird, too. Yeah, they moved him from the three-hole to leadoff. He should probably go to seventh. Really? Like, yeah. that's where he actually... If, that's where yeah. he should go. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But the, there was a lot of there's a lot of winding to move him out of the three-hole, so they moved him to leadoff. <laughs> Which, Bill, you're the baseball guy. I'm going to default to you on this. That doesn't generally seem like the move you want to make. No, I think I think he needs to be in a spot where he can see better pitching, better pitches. You know, like you got to have guys around him that are hitting, and then, then he'll see better pitches. I think Braun did a lot for him a handful of years ago. Sure. And that's part of it. I'm not so sure he still hasn't come out of his whatever funk from his knee. I mean, I know it's like, been for two sure years. He hasn't. He it's it's been a while. It's yeah. been healed, he but I think like just. Oh, he sucks. Yeah. Like flat out, it's not good. <laughs> I really like him, and he was awesome when he was winning MVP and whatever, but he stinks. He's bad. He's It's hard to watch him go and stand at the plate. Like, mm-hmm. What would you compare this to? Because like MVP... When Giannis, Aaron Rodgers having his arm ripped off, yeah, yeah. or or Aaron Rodgers is another MVP, and you compare it to just having or the last how many years of Ryan Braun's, yeah, you know what career. I compare it to, Aaron Rodgers winning MVP, and then also having to watch Brett Hundley be the quarterback because Aaron Rodgers yeah. broke his collarbone, but it's the same except guy. for it's the same guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the like thing with Aaron Rodgers, like yeah, he hasn't obviously won the MVP, but he's stayed consistent for fifteen years at the same level, and. Yelich hasn't been the same in three. But yeah. baseball is hard. Like hitting and pitching and all that to be consistent and not get sort of the yips or have a down slide at some points in your career. So now it's just all the, this is when all the guys would take steroids to get better. So, right. and he doesn't have that. So, what I don't know what he does to get out of this. And I hate the people that are like, oh, he's not working hard enough or he's not. He, every day he's doing. Oh, I mean, yeah. Can you imagine? Like, it's like he's doing something. A normal to, guy with their golf swing trying to tinker on everything. Right. And you're just playing out at the local course on a Saturday morning. Like, could you imagine what he's doing? He's, yeah. He's probably trying everything. Like, when I say he sucks, I don't mean like he's not doing enough. It just he just is not good right now. Like, right. it's yeah. bad. It's bad. He is obviously trying. Like, he's taking BP every day. He's talking to a hitting coach. They hired a new hitting coach. I mean, right. They're doing their sabermetrics on his video. You know, I'm sure they're videotaping every swing to get. You know, I do wonder how much of that, though, he gets into like that. It's not exactly, but analysis by or paralysis yeah. by analysis. Like, at right. some point. No, I think there's too much. You can do too much. At some yeah. point, who cares about your freaking exit velocity? Put the bat on the ball. Well, and. See the ball, hit the ball. That's been like said in baseball for a hundred years. Like that's the thing you got to do is you got to see it and hit it. And I think you're right, Max. Hitting is ninety percent mental. I, I get the whole like 
actually, I don't get it, but like the like I always hear him talk about exit velocity on like Sports Center and stuff. And it's like, who cares what his exit velocity if he hits two home runs this year? Like, I don't care at all. I want to see him hit the ball. The rest of it will work itself out. And right now he's pounding it into the ground. Right. You know, so obviously something with the way he's contacting the ball isn't getting line drives or the big fly balls that are getting out of the park. They're they're going right to the ground. They're and, still coming off the off the bat, like yeah, super hard. So it's not that he doesn't have the swing power. It's just something's not quite yeah. Anyway, I don't know how to fix it. I'm it's, not a baseball more fun guy. To, yeah, it's more fun to talk about them when they're doing good, isn't it? But no, it's. We we had just talked about how they had their best like a week ago. Yeah, best start in fifty games. So we either got to like stop because we're the Brewer Jinx, or hopefully this will help them. He's just got to get get, get out some, of that. Some Joe Boo. No, literally they've lost some lost every game since we talked. Since about we talked <laughs> six so, games. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah. So this is our slump buster talk. Let's go Brewers. I'm hoping Let's that go. the because they just got done with the Phillies, they just canned their manager, so they're kind of on this like. Oh, they're doing that, that the uh, last breath before you die thing. Yeah, Their like, manager's gone. The manager's gone, so we better play better. I don't know if that's the case, but... No, but you see that. Like, when yeah. when a coach gets fired in the NFL, NFL they yeah, win, like, the thing. next game, like, mm-hmm. almost guaranteed. Right. And then... So this is their... You know, the Phillies go, and they pound the Brewers for a series, and then... Every team, every year, when you play 162, goes through... Six ten game losing streaks. I think the cup six they... or ten, not six ten games. I was say, yeah, no. Then I don't think they no, no, no. I'm saying <laughs> not quite half, but almost. They, the... get, they go through a slump at some point. Did they the just cup can't. Lose like ten in 2016 when they won the title. Or yeah, 2015? I don't remember, but they lost. Like, sure they lost they like ten games yeah. or something like that. You just can't stack those. Like we can't yeah. have more of these and think we're gonna make the playoffs. That's that's what I'm saying. We do have some guys with some some nicks and nicks and yeah. bombs and stuff. So we'll. Figure some of that out. Two of your top three pitchers aren't pitching. Yeah. Now, granted, you still have to score more than one or two runs. Like, yeah, that's gotta, not uh, going to come. That's not going to get better. But or that's not going to change. Some you of just, these have been wins on two runs. That's yeah, how good our pitching was. So yes, once the metrics again. Yeah. Say you have to score. If you're going to score four runs, you're going to win a lot of baseball games, and they haven't even been close to four runs. Yeah, I wonder what their run average is for the year. It's got to be like one and a half. It can't be very much, but it's ugly. It's yeah, it's pretty sad. But they're still good, and there's a lot of parts there. We just got to kind of get some things straightened out. Trade deadline. Yeah, who are we gonna go get, Bill? I have no idea. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to get into some more dairy breakfasts? They oh were, yeah, they were so good last week we couldn't even get through it all. So that's yes, I I enjoyed it last week actually just talking about dairy breakfasts and getting pumped, ready to roll. So I know the weather wasn't quite perfect for some of those on last Sunday, but I'm sure they still had a good day. And yeah, it's rain or shine for most of them. So this weekend looks all right. I mean, Saturday not great, but by Sunday so. Hopefully, we can still park in some of those fields. Be the big thing. Yeah, that's always the. It's not raining the day of, but it rained four inches the day before. Kind of. Mm. Yeah. Do you there, just cringe for that soil as you watch all these cars <laughs> drive across it? Like I, I yeah, when I drove, you rain the day before, and one day breakfast, Matt was at with me about five years ago, and like, yeah, just watching them just pound that field all day, and just I'm like, oh man, I could just hear the soil crying, and for like. Three years after that, you could yeah. see that spot in the field. You oh, know yeah. that we did it on a on a new seating one year. They did that for their parking, and I remember Oof. just being like, "There is no chance the seating turns out." No, it it didn't. Fun fact. Yeah, so. <laughs> really can't imagine. Yeah, but anyway, the, the, ru- a- the rumor is Brown County had forty five hundred. Okay, so that's, that's not, bad, week, not bad. Especially the for the weather, that's pretty good. This will yeah. be the next big one. Is this weekend? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. The three years in waiting one? Yeah. Everybody should know where the farm is. The address has been on. <laughs> but, yeah, advertised for a long time. So, all right. So we last week we, we covered everything through this weekend. So just a reminder, Max is talking about Outagamie County breakfast on the farm at Van Rosam Dairy this week. So now we're going to get to 
a week from this Fa- Sunday. Father's Day weekend. Father's Day. Or, uh, well, is that a big a week from Saturday? Dad out to some breakfast smacks. Or? I think we're gonna we're gonna try and get Dad out check out one of these. Yeah, that we're gonna talk about actually. Yeah, sounds good. So. All right, so June 18th, so actually a Saturday, and then there'll be some that Sunday probably too. Looking down, yeah. So we got Saturday Sunday combo here. So first the Saturday ones, Max. You know one of these farms pretty well. Yep. Uh, so Saturday, Saturday Sunday. So the 18th, 19th next week will be at Crave Brothers Farm and Crave Brothers Farmstead Cheese, which are across the road from each other. They're from 7 a.m. to 12:30 p.m. And I, again, that's Saturday and Sunday. Uh, the main, the big main like deals here to see is uh, the manure digester. That's pretty cool. They uh, installed a new rotary milking parlor last year, which a rotary parlor is always a good you know carousel. Everybody wants to ride on the carousel, right? And then the on-farm cheese production is pretty cool. Um, cool lots of cool equipment there. Um, pretty nice, nice fancy planner. Um, and then they do a lot with uh, trying to do cover crops and conservation. So a lot of cool things to see around the farm there. What what county are they in? They are in Dodge County. Dodge County. Cause, so what is neat about this, it seems, so there's a Watertown Agri Business Club Dairy Breakfast, yes. which is what this one is. And then there's also and the Dodge County Breakfast, which yeah, I don't so know when or where. I, we talked about that one last it week. It was this weekend, I think. Is, yeah. I couldn't find it, but I think it already happened. But I think that is neat that there's almost like a double up that that and it's two day event. I mean, no, that's cool. Too. You're right. It was last weekend. Yeah. So the fifth at Coleman Farms was Dodge County. So if those people in Dodge County missed it, you still have to go. You know, two you more still days. Have a chance to go to the Watertown Agribusiness Club Dairy Breakfast. So. Highly recommend checking out Crave Brothers. Very cool place. Um, good, good, awesome family. Get to if you can find any of the. Any of the partners around there, any of the craves, they're they're always good for a story. So, and to your point about the conservation stuff, they're they're part of the uh, Dodge County Farmer Led Watershed Group too, aren't they? Yes, I believe so. Yep. So, yeah, all sorts of cool things. So, very cool. I was checking out the layout uh, this week when I was there, seeing how everything's going to fit. We were talking some things through about how they're going to fit people in there and it's going to be it's going to be really cool they're going to feed you in the shop and so you're not just going to be outside like you know under a tent you're going to get to go through the shop and do all that which will be awesome does say shuttle buses are available so from watertown that they'll pick you up from the farm and fleet in watertown and then you'll be bussed out to is good blaine going to drive it yes (laughs) he's driving the bus all right, and if you're looking for a challenge, you could try to go to the Lacrosse County Dairy Breakfast. That starts at six a.m. Eat breakfast real quick, and then try that's to a, make it to Craves before twelve thirty. That's an early morning, six a.m. to start. Yeah, which wow. mean for us to get there, it's usually eight to noon. Right, and they're only running till eleven. So even like yeah, vo- like volunteers got yeah getting there at four four thirty wake up call. You want to spend your Father's Day Saturday? Thank God I don't live in Lacrosse County. Goodness <laughs> gracious! They're just go-getters out there. Apparently, they're better than yeah. us, man. I'll tell you what. So theirs will be held at Birchwood Hollow Farms on County Road M in West Salem, Wisconsin. Sheboygan County also doing Saturday. Theirs is going to be seven noon at Strackview Farms in Random Lake, Wisconsin. Langlade County. Also doing Saturday. Event will be 8 to noon at Schussler Dairy in Antigo. And finally, wrapping up our Saturday breakfasts are Columbia County's Moo Day Brunch. The event will be held from 9 to 1. So that's a little bit different too. A little bit later in the day on June 18th at the Manthe Paulson Farms. In DeForest, oh, Wisconsin. The f- so, wow, that's they're kissing Dane County right there. I was going to say, DeForest, they're going to be big pull out of Madison. That's why they're starting a little later. Yep. Yeah. Got to let the traffic yep. get through town. Get through the Beltline. You ever been on the Beltline at 8 o'clock <laughs> in the morning? I have. On a Saturday? It's terrible. Actually, on a Sunday, it's... it's Saturday. Okay, Saturday. Yeah, coming home from Still state, better than a week. Coming home from state wrestling on Sunday, the oh, belt line's usually it's great. great. Honestly, that's probably why they're doing it on Saturday is <laughs> Sunday when everybody's coming back from cabins, whatever. Right, right. I'm sure it's terrible traffic, so it's probably a good reason to do it on Saturday. Kind of catch yeah. catch between the going and 
returning the, of the vacationers. The, the 8 a.m. Beltline is the bane of my existence. <laughs> I have I have officially declared the Beltline my mortal enemy. It's yeah. No, it's lots of fun with a trailer, too, when you're Ooh. running the Beltline. Yeah, hot That's, dogging down. Yep. Yeah. All right, then next Sunday, June 19th on Father's Day, we'll have Wyawiga Fremont FFA Breakfast on the farm, and that is held at the Wapaka County Fairgrounds in Wyawiga. So is that the second one at the Wapaka County Fairgrounds? Were we talking about one last week? Well, that's Wapaka County. Sure, That's okay. the one, yes. okay. Yeah, that's the one. There were some other ones that... The, that we're at, at the okay, that's Jones, right, and that's kind of we got on that tangent. But yeah, that, this one is cool that FFA kind of heads it, sponsors it that yep. way, where you kind of got that backing because most of these other ones have, which is good too. There's a lot of people on boards and you know that have basically planned this event all year round. Also, on Father's Day, we've got Kiwani County, and that one, if you uh, like country music and listen to Y100. I happened to catch that they were giving away tickets to that breakfast on the farm on Y100, so might be worth a listen. You could get some free tickets to go get breakfast at K- the Kindred Highland Farm in Casco, Wisconsin. And that one, they usually have, I think, pizza, right? Kiwani's the big one. They always yep, they got pizza. pizza. Yeah. So pizza little, for breakfast. A little baby. bit different, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nope, I'm all for it. No, that's been my favorite dairy breakfast to be at so far because it got pizza. Big like, pizza for breakfast guy. Like, is it good? Yeah, like all kinds of different pizzas? Or is it just like a breakfast pizza? They had pizza pepperoni, or, they had yeah, pepperoni was, when I okay. was there. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Yep. This one I noticed I had to head that way and along 54 kind of east of Green Bay, there was billboards for it. So that was interesting to see billboards advertising breakfast on the farm that's awesome wish wish we had more billboards advertising breakfast on the farm i mean the kiwani county dairy promotions board really got the the url i mean this dairypromo.com for more information is kiwani county's dairy promotion well board. i like, thought that was the, a broader thing no that's no, like the most right, perfect wow. like yeah no, that's, they won the uh what do they what do they what do you call your site address there's like a name domain domain URL. name yeah they yeah. won the domain name lottery right there i mean that's pretty pretty insane <laughs> and finally on father's day we've got rippin ffa alumni country breakfast that will be held at shram farms from 8 30 a.m to 12 30 p.m in berlin wisconsin and that one's cool because shram farms is they're not it so it says country breakfast because it's not a dairy farm so they are a grain farm down that way, which, sure. which like we said, it's it's good just to be on a farm. Kids want to see equipment and everything, and I'm sure there'll still be a couple different. of there. I, yeah, I I don't know how they they'll be able to that, find some. It's, it's good that they kind of open it up to to all the farms that way. And then we get to our last weekend in June. It's on June 25th. You could go to the. Dairy Egg Stravaganza at Whitetail Valley Dairy in Wapaka. So not necessarily a breakfast on the farm, but a extravaganza. egg extravaganza, yeah, from 10 to 2. And that's, again, on Saturday, June 25th. June 26th, got breakfast on the farm in Rosendale, Wisconsin at Dodger Acres from 8 to noon. Shawano County has their brunch on the farm, June 26th. That's from 8.30 to 12.30 at Triple D Dairy in Clintonville. The Sunday on the farm this year is going to be held at Roden Barnyard Adventures. Is that a, is that a farm or is that like a one of those? Yeah, like a... I'm curious about that one, yeah, because... Barnyard Adventure sounds like a... It's an education center, edu- on, right, according yeah. to Google. Like the Mulberry Farms. Oh, or, it kind of look, looks like a real farm, though. Yeah, there might be a farm a and education center. So that's 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., so that's more of a lunch okay, so time it, frame. And that's in West Bend. So based on these pictures, it is definitely a functioning farm. But it's got a lot of 
educational like additions, I guess. Well, that's cool. So yeah, that one's in West Bend. Uh, Washera County has their June dairy breakfast at Flight Family Farm in Coloma, Wisconsin. That'll be a cool one. Flights do a lot. Like you'll see their stands all over. Yep, they got the vegetable produce. fruit stands. Yeah, stands all over, and yeah, just even reading what they've got for that county breakfast. It's pancakes and like hash browns and a bunch of cheese, ice cream, strawberries. So it just kind of seems like a different breakfast to menu, which would be kind of cool. Cheese at breakfast on the farm. Well, yeah, you gotta have what? I guess it's almost like instead of the traditional eggs. It's it's um, pancakes, so with real maple syrup. So if you're Canadian, that fake maple this syrup. Would your, uh, this would be the one you'd like. Is it Wisconsin the, uh, maple syrup? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, it says real maple syrup, so of course it is. And then rounding out the actual in June dairy breakfasts, we have Marinette County, and that will be at Finger Family Farms up in just north of Oconto, right off of Forty One. And they're hosting that dairy breakfast. Good farm family there. You got Phil and Laura, who are running the farm along with his parents. So they'll be hosting from at starting at seven thirty a.m. Did they get some young farmer recognition? Uh, just last year, yeah. Last they got, year, I believe they were. Well, it was a double thing last year because they had two uh, the year before, and, and I think they were the twenty twenty one. Winners of the Young Farmer Award. So, yeah, they got a nice farm there. Great place to go. It'll be a 7 a.m. church service at that one. And it's going to run till noon. Do so, you know if they're having any uh, demo farm stuff there, Matt, during the breakfast that you could see? There will be a booth for the demo farms. Uh, they are a Green Bay West Shore demo farm as well. So they're working on doing some conservation stuff. Uh, they have a, they'll have a field they're going to be interceding, but I don't know there'll be much to see by breakfast on the farm, but yeah. Being so does that mean you'll be in the booth? Uh, unfortunately, I will not be in the booth. I would like to be, but I'm going to be out of town that weekend. So, oh. And last but not least, creeping into July, so outside of quote-unquote June Dairy that? Month. Is that... Yeah. Is that word? As long as you're before July 1st, or you 4th, excuse me, yep. you're good. Can I just, before, we, before we start, can you imagine, 4th of July weekend, Door County, Wisconsin. Oh, no. <laughs> How many people from Chicago are going to be at breakfast on the farm? Holy smokes. <laughs> and that's maybe why they do it, to get all the, the big city folks to come on down to the farm. So from 6, another early start one. Well, there you go. If you go at 6, there won't be Next any Next church service starts from... at 6. Real real Brexton Farm starts at 7. Or like the... But like nobody from Illinois will be there at 6 yet. So you'll be no. all right. So yeah, start six, early and... 6 to 11.30 at Cherryland. They drive fast, but they don't no, but, get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> this is actually genius to do it on a weekend like that. Like you know, you know, if anybody who's ever been to Door County, it's relatively sparsely populated. Except, Except for from I'm... Friday at 5 <laughs> until Sunday at noon. Those, between those times. Every weekend. Every weekend from Memorial Day through Labor Day, it is a zoo up there. And it's like, so this is really smart. Get as many people in town as you can. And yeah. I don't think a zoo does it justice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's wild. It's crawling with people. <laughs> so now that we're through all the breakfast. You should talk to the mayor of Dark County about that. <laughs> yeah. Sauce. He does, Dylan. he does have a key, you know. Yeah. So now that we've been through all the breakfast, what was your guys' favorite menu item served that you've had? You had to have been there and experienced it. Not that you heard of. Mine was the I, cheese curds at Kiwani County's a couple years ago. They had fried cheese curds for breakfast. Nice. Whoa. Let's go. <laughs> That's what you need for breakfast. <laughs> 7.30 Sunday morning. Fried, fried cheese. Fried cheese. Yeah. <laughs> give, me, give me that. Scrambled eggs at certain breakfasts and all the game he has. And scrambled eggs is such a basic dish. That Max ain't buying it. If it's done wrong, I hate it. I really them. like vanilla ice cream. <laughs> That's why, like, if it's done right, it's um, like, you got to have them, like, a little bit to the juiciness, too. You can't have, like, just dry. Dry scrambled eggs are the worst. Like, yeah. then I might Yeah, you don't want to get the, bo- the bottom of the, the big cauldron yeah. or whatever. The bottom of the dustpan. Yeah. So, so no, the like, cauldron. It, 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 it looks cauldron. like a big cauldron when they make them. 
It puts who hot to shame when they make eggs at breakfast on the farm. Good. Yeah. Yes. They should have the... Yeah, yeah hibachi-style breakfast on the farm. We need that. <laughs> that would be great. Just get a bunch of guys from who hot to come out and cook eggs. <laughs> be like Culver's coming out serving ice cream. They'll do the whole flipping the thing, the spatulas and... Cracking eggs. Where does the whole, flying where the, in your mouth. Where does the hole go in the middle, though? Like, never back, ever, never, back ever, to, never land. Never land. Back to Mongolia. <laughs> yeah. Clearly. I don't... I, wasn't this just common knowledge? Just... Yep, all the grease goes to Mongolia. I don't know what they do with it. So cheese curds, eggs, Bill. I know Max, you're disappointed that I'm just saying if they're if they're done right, they're. I mean, just all awesome. that stuff is good, but you gotta I, have a steak. But like the Cedar Crest ice cream that Otagami serves, Ooh, I don't yeah. know if they still they don't do. do that anymore. Culver's it's Culver's now. Well, that so was you, that was yeah. that was pretty, as my son would say, bussin. <laughs> is that the new word? It's a new word. Bussin. Matt. I don't remember, I want to say it was Shawano County Brunch on the farm, but I could be wrong. But they had a really good cinnamon roll. Ooh. I mean, it was like a, wasn't too doughy. Perfectly hot. Like, you know, it wasn't that fresh out of the oven, but it was they, It was delicious. It was Shawano County. They might have been a Smirava cinnamon roll. It could be. Which I'm in on a Smirava cinnamon and roll. And I'm not going to swear to it that that's where it was, because I've been to a lot of dairy breakfasts, but I remember having a really good cinnamon roll. It is hard to, like, when you... After you've been to enough of them, it's hard. They kind of they do run together a yeah. little bit. Like certain things stand out, like the pizza at Kiwani or um, well, let's the, be real, like the eggs everywhere. Everyone eggs has or, eggs. Yep. So like like you say, <laughs> eggs <it's>, everywhere. <laughs> Todd's back on the eggs. <laughs> oh, Todd. Well, what? Well, let's put it this point: Have any stood out as being the worst breakfast you've ever had or not? Because that's one thing I would say is like I don't ever remember going through the line being like that was not great. You know, like it's always been good. No matter what, because you got and you, and you got will never rolls, leave hungry. You got, yeah, you got cheese, or or yeah. Watch when you bring like with bringing kids through, because as a dad, you got to bat clean up. Yep, and <laughs> load their plate. Oh, so you. So then I'm watching my kids get their plate loaded. And I'm going like, oh no, like I'm <laughs> that, that's all what, these like, bad eggs. Yeah, what, I got what's nice is some went to like a self serve where you can kind of just take slim, whatever you yes, want out of like Nesco's versus getting served like because. They were always generous. The yes. servers. <laughs> well, they were good. They were good farm boys. You know, yeah. they know how to eat. Well, I don't work that hard, so I don't need to eat that much. Speaking of generous, what would you do with twenty-five gallon pails of cracked eggs? I would take them to the local food pantry. <laughs> yes, I'd take them to Planet Fitness. <laughs> Watch all the muscle heads drink the eggs. Yeah, just like Rocky. Was that the right answer? Yeah. Is that I mean, how much you had left over? That's what Brown County had left over was 25-gallon pails of wow. cracked eggs. Pre-cracked eggs. Yep. Find a bakery or somewhere, I guess. So that farmer's how just might, like you said, Matt, Matt he's going to be yeah. buff from yeah. drinking the eggs I, like Rocky. I want to change my answer. My favorite breakfast on the farm was when Todd made us four breakfasts on the oh, farm yeah. for one breakfast. That was the COVID year where they didn't have breakfast on the farm. Yep, so we did, so we our, did our own. own. Yep. And yes, that we had to was, guess, we had to guess which, which county, which county was each meal or whatever. And you're right. The, you were, I think you won that man. Oh yeah. Yeah. You crushed oh, him yeah. and Geiger. Yeah. 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 Those two. Yeah. Out of those, I, the Ki- the Kiwani one with the pizza, that is... Hey, man, I know my got, breakfast. You got to have, like, something that's just a little bit different. And they, that's pretty cool that they got that. Well, like the, I think like, Crave Brothers, I'm going to assume, I guess I haven't seen the full menu, but I would assume they're going to serve their own cheese. Would make sense, right? Yeah. Like, that's going to set them apart, right? Because you're eating the... You're literally going to tour the cheese plant and then eat the cheese. cheese Like, that's going to be cool, right? So, like you said, something to set you apart. Pizza, your own cheese, really good cinnamon roll. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If someone could figure out how to do the Paul Bunyan's Cook Shanty donuts at Breakfast on the Farm, have you been to Paul Bunyan's Cook Shanty in the Dells? No. no. Oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> Fresh hot donuts with cinnamon and sugar on them. They're so good. There's so many Paul Bunyan places, though. There's the one, like, one in Monaco. There's the one in the Dells. Well, the Mon- yeah, they're, like, the same. Is but, it the same place? Yeah, they're, like, yeah. It, it's the tourist trap place, you know, so it's the same thing. But they got the rest of it I don't care about. The the cinnamon sugar donuts, those are the, those are the, the key. So if someone can figure those out, somebody out there listening, figure that out. <laughs> All right, so there's no shortage of opportunities for you to get out and get some dairy, good old dairy breakfast on the farm, brunch on the farm, what have you, extravaganzas. They're out there all month long, even creeping into July. So get out and pick one that's close to you 
and grab some good breakfast. Now we'll move into our spotlight for today. So today we're going to look at the potential for electric vehicles playing a part in farming. So this article came out of the Daily Scoop, and I think we're all aware that uh, between hybrids and electric vehicles, they've gained uh, notoriety, if not popularity, in the last few years, whether you're looking at a Tesla or, in this case, a Ford Lightning pickup truck. So the Ford Lightning sports a 230-mile range on a charge, uh, and it has a frunk, which would be the front trunk of, uh, what was it, Beetles? Volkswagen Beetles always used to have those, yeah, because the engine engine was the back, yeah. I think Lamborghinis do that, too. Is it? And like Ferraris. I've, I think all those like high end sports cars have the, what's, sure. the what's rear. What's change with the crash test rating then when you don't have right, all that nothing, iron in front yeah. of you? Now it's just it bad. also doesn't end up in your lap though either. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a horse. But and now you there. have all these batteries in front of you with full of acid. Acid. <laughs> is the battery still in front then? Or is it? I, th- it, I believe it is. is. It it's kind of underneath that, like it's in the front, like underneath. Part, so under the frunk, yeah. Well, imagine a truck with a bed and a frunk. Think how much stuff you could haul. Well, plus the, the cab. One thing that some of the tweets coming out and watching is customers are claiming, like, if you're hauling, like, so it's this 230 mile range, and that's just basically must be just like a person driving that doesn't count any of your cargo. So, any more cargo you load, you're going to reduce that mile range. And then, towing stuff, they can't said, tow like, your boat. They said basically, like, towing, there's a guy that. It was on there towing like a camper, and not a huge camper, but a camper, and it cut it like basically in half. Sure. So that would be tough too, of like, yeah, get, getting. Yeah, the first generation getting, ones are. Yeah. They got to work out the kinks, and because you can get the extended range for three to three hundred twenty miles, and a little bit more horsepower, but. Again, I don't know That's how much. It's going to be hard. Well, think of right. gas mileage. I mean, when you tow something, your gas mileage gets goes down from yeah, yeah. Yeah. 20 to 15. Can, and So, of course, it's not going to go as far. And I didn't know there was a thing called, ah, shoot, and I didn't even remember the name now. It's like a, an anxiety you get, like a... Oh, like the closer um, you get to E, the... Well, that that's from what? Seinfeld when Kramer was pulling that. That's, yeah, is, that's why they were... This is like a, um, basically like people now with electric vehicles that are only electric, like, you don't know when it's going to run out. I mean, you know when it's going to run out, but you don't. And when you run out, you're really, you know, you can't yeah, just well, yeah. go you know, it's not, yeah. not like you just fill so up a gas station. The charge time is uh, 11.9, so basically 12 hours. You can't take the walk of shame to go to the quick trip and get a little five, little right, two and a half gallon. Uh, Are they going to make, uh, instead of tunnel covers, like solar covers now for the go. bed of the truck so you can yeah. charge on the go? Or you're Patent. Gonna, Patented, right I there. Just patented yeah, it right there. Yeah, we got a trademark. Uh, we're gonna take care of that. No, I could totally see this, uh, or not totally see this. I can understand how this could work as like a, a field runner vehicle. Like, a, hey, we need two more bags of seed out of the shop. Can you run them out to the field? And like, you would save on the diesel, right? But I don't know about hooking on hooking on the cattle trailer and pulling it up the equity. I think it's probably <laughs> pulling chopper boxes down the road. <laughs> There, the the torque and horsepower would be there. You know, it's a 452 horse. Right. That's the like, surprising like, thing is well, it, and it can pull. But farmers yeah. would know that. I mean, electric yeah. motors are very efficient. That and way is, is you know, and, and there there's a lot of torque. But but what we're talking about, where you have got to haul something a long distance. I mean, man, that would that would be tough. And I did find it's range anxiety, the fear of driving an electric vehicle and running out of power. So, like that would I. I mean, I run her close to E, and now it tells you, you know, how many miles you got. But I've ran out of gas. What, Matt? You were with me one of the times. Yep. And yeah, we had a brand new scout with us first day, and um, yeah, run out of gas from in the rain. It, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, we had the four wheelers on the back. I rolled yep. the four wheeler and drove five miles to the gas station. <laughs> and you didn't um, siphon. Uh, we didn't have really. Yeah, I don't think we had any of the tools we needed. No, no hose. No, so well, so it was fine and got gas, but like with an electric vehicle, yeah. I mean, and then too, like even if you had a 
if you've got somebody who generated to start charging, like it takes a long time to charge. Right. It up. It's not like it's, not it's like five minutes. Yeah. Pouring it's, the gas yeah. down it. So. Well, and, and we live in Wisconsin. We get winter batteries when they get cold typically behave a little bit differently. Uh, so, yeah, it makes you kind of wonder, too, if you were driving this in winter, if that would have an impact or not. The interesting part, Todd, you have the sticker or whatever posted here on our little little lineup here and, and on the, like, vehicle ratings. Like, there, there's no rating listed. <laughs> like, they obviously... Like, yeah, for rollover, side crash, yeah. front crash. Yeah, no, how can they do? How can they sell something that wouldn't be crash tested like that or rated? Yeah. That well, is when does it officially come out? Is it? Can you there's buy? people getting them, and, may, and but I mean, can you buy one at a dealer today? No. How are they getting them then? I they're don't they're, testing. they're testers. Ah, you didn't read your own article. Well, I just it, they, people made it look like they had. Yeah. They, no, they, so they took them out to a vineyard in California. Uh, yep. Yeah, it said providing trucks and charging stations for select California farmers to test. This is why reading is important, Todd. <laughs> reading is fundamental. Uh, automaker hopes to make inroads in convincing America's agriculture sector to adopt electric vehicles. So, yeah, it's not commercially available, so they probably haven't gone through all the full testing and everything yet as far as that goes. I wonder if they have, like, the charging on the brakes here. So, like, when you hit the brakes. Sure, yeah, because Priuses are the ones that do that, right? Yeah, because I would definitely put chopper boxes on the back if that was the case. <laughs> yeah, a that'd lot be a lot of brake energy right there. A lot of energy, <laughs> right there, yeah. energy through those brakes with a full wagon on the back. Yeah, it might actually be too much. Oh, we just fried the battery, stopping with the chopper box the old, full. The old, the old Meyer just takes all, <laughs> the, all the power you can give it. No, yeah, I think I think Toyota and the, the Prius is who like pioneered that technology. I just I don't know how much it doesn't say anything in this article about it. And I wonder. Yeah. To me, that would make a lot of sense. Because right? do Teslas do that too, or not? I have no idea. I don't I have don't, one. I, I <laughs> my wife's cousin has a Tesla, but I've never really asked him too many questions about it. Is it fast? Have you driven it? No, I have not. All I know is up. A, the, that side of the family has a cottage in Door County, and they put like a, a charging station at the cottage for him. So, because he lives in Minnesota, so when he comes over, he's got a place it to takes charge. Him three days to get here, he's got to be able to <laughs> charge his car when he gets here. Oh, come on, it's not that far. And he's just driving his car, not pulling anything. He's not pulling a chopper box across <laughs> state. I wonder how many. <laughs> Excuse me, I wonder how many Tesla charging stations are along uh, Highway 29. Yeah, I don't know. Not many Myers. Yeah. Isn't Quick Trip putting in a bunch now? Like all yeah, the new Quick are. Trips have them, so. They are. I mean, as soon as they fully do that with Quick Trips, you'll be able to go all over Wisconsin and charge. That was, that was the other thing. Tesla has a like a specific charger for Tesla only. When I was reading the article about these these new Fords. You'll be able to charge them just about anywhere. Sure. Like they don't, they're not going to take that special plug or whatever oh they need. I can't imagine that with the... Plug in the old oh, extension. There's got to be well, an anxiety for that. Like, uh, Am I going to get there and have the right charger? Charge plug? You imagine how it is with your phone. You right. Well, yeah, right? it's like Apple versus everything else. <laughs> like, you have, If you don't have that special Apple charger, you're screwed. Yep, I agree. Apple is the Tesla of phones, Matt. Maybe. What they'll do is they'll institute wireless charging with your truck, and then you just park Drive like the parking it. spot. It'll be your charger. Ooh. I think that'd cool. be hard because you're sitting on the the, the tires. Wheels. You right, wouldn't have yeah. any. Someone would have to come up underneath the belly of the vehicle, right? And you'd have to hope it goes back down as you're driving <laughs> away, so you don't tear something off. Whoops! All right, now that I, we have completely did, done Ford's marketing program, for I did him. find the release dates April 26. So they're like people have like you can you can't find them in dealers very easily, but you you can apparently get them because there's even jokes on Twitter guys pulling up to the like pulling up to a gas station to the pump and like there's one guy he's like yeah I pulled up to the gas station to the pump got it I was like oh yeah sweet I don't I don't have to I, do this I don't do this yeah I do got to do that every night though back so I don't know why you do that what's the what are they retailing these for. Uh, forty thousand. Yeah, it looks like stickers like sixty some, but I, so yeah, it's tricky of what you really yeah. What I thought it would be way higher. Depending. I thought they had it on here for forty. Well, well that's, that was that's like I, the retail, like re, the MSRP. I, sure, is that's sixty, but the the, price. the wholesale or whatever yeah. is forty. Um, think of that, like with that. A ba- yeah, with a base price of max, would you do the Ford Maverick or this baby? This. 
Would it really? Over yeah. a Maverick? Dude, I'd do the Maverick. Well, and I'm sure you get all the... 20,000. The tax breaks or whatever on this. Oh, they're, right. so, they're all yeah. dreams. It's going to bring like, it down. <laughs> yeah. No, what would I really pick? Focus uh, on energy. Early retirement. <laughs> or a Maverick. Or, yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, the, the cost of trucks now, it is like that. You're right. It's yeah. It's nuts. Oh, yeah. it's... It's just nuts. Yeah. And good luck finding one, too. All right. So there you go. That's the Ford Lightning and the potential of use for farm applications. Now we'll move into our Ag History Minute. I love that banjo. All right. Today we're talking cheese curds. So cheese curds are the moist pieces of curdled milk either eaten alone as a snack or used in prepared dishes like poutine. Curds are sometimes referred to as squeaky cheese or crotte de fromage, literally droppings of cheese. Cheese curds are made from fresh pasteurized milk in the process of creating cheese when bacterial culture and rennet are added to clot the milk. After the milk clots, it then cut, is cut into cubes. The result is a mixture of whey and curd. This mixture is then cooked and pressed to release the whey from the curd creating the final product of the cheese curd. Quebec, Canada has their own popular way of eating cheese curds called poutine. Poutine is a French-Canadian recipe in which French fries are topped with cheese curds and gravy. Fried cheese curds date back to ancient Rome with a dish called globuli. The Roman recipe covered curds in semolina flour, fried them in olive oil, and rolled them in honey. So, I mean, I like me a good fried cheese curd, but I don't know if I've ever had it rolled in honey. Might want to try that one. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, but I'll eat the po- poutine. Poutine. You want some gravy on your cheese curds? You ever had poutine? No, I haven't. Ooh, Is good. it good? Yeah. yeah sounds brother. awesome. Yeah, brother. That breakfast on the farm. Poutine. Next year. There you go. Somebody's got to get they, poutine. they got to bring that. Where did you have it, Max? <laughs> Well, I've had a lot of places, but Buffalo Wild Wings used to have it. Really? <laughs> yeah. They had it for like six months. Uh, where else did it? I think Mark's East Side in Appleton has it. Okay. It's There's a, places it's, like around here. That like, yeah, there are. Oh, yeah. Um, one of the Packer players, I can't remember who it was, was big poutine guy. Oh, yeah. Um, when did he say he got his? Uh, Josh Sitton? No. <laughs> it was one of the running backs, wasn't it? Um, I don't, I don't oh, think it was Aaron Jones, but. It's got to be Eddie Lacy. It would, it would make sense for Eddie Lacy, but yeah. No, it's the guy. It's the guy in Detroit, Jamal Williams. Oh, Jamal, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, yep. Nice. Yeah, no, it's not like it's not a lot of places, but there is some around here. I'm trying to think where else you can get it. I'm sure, yeah. If you looked around, you'd find a restaurant that has it. It is great that cheese curds are basically just curdled milk. Like yeah. they basically just left it out, and then they're like, "Oh, this is delicious. We should eat these." Max, the light bulb just went. Dairyland Brew Pub. I knew there was one that I've had that was good that I wasn't thinking of. Dairyland Brew Pub is good, and then uh, Houdini's Escape Gastro Pub. Really? Like, yeah. No, they've yep. got it. Okay, yep. was that's they used Appleton to. There on oh. Oneida. Yeah, kind of by the comedy club there, by the hospital. Yep. Now I'm trying to think. The bar has it. The, the bar. The bar. The bar. <laughs> the bar. For those that don't know, it's a chain. Yes, this is a chain. A bar that is called the bar. Anyway, I think Beef Eaters might have it too. Beef Eaters still exist? Uh, yeah. They've been closed for a while, yeah. like ever since COVID. Like COVID closed. Okay. Yeah. So Beef Eaters used to have it. Um, anyway. All right. Thanks, Matt. And thank you to our listeners. If you want to tell a farmer friend about a place where they can hear about the history of cheese curds, and all the fun things happening in June, please them to tell them to subscribe to the podcast. They can search Tilt Talk Radio in Apple Podcasts on their iPhone or on Android. You need to download an app like Podcast Addict, Podbean, and Player FM are all good apps. Search Tilt Talk Radio and hit the subscribe button in those apps. You can also listen on your computer or smartphone browser. Go to tiltagcom slash podcasts. We're now available on Amazon Music, which we've been talking about, so you can find us there. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Tilt Talk Radio. The other day, my son asked to listen to Tilt Talk Radio. He's like, Dad, can you make Alexa play your podcast? I'm like, yeah, I can. And I did. Then it blows his mind. 
I, did he, it didn't blow his mind, but he was entertained for a short amount of time. <laughs> I think just we, he, hearing... He could also entertain small well, children. Well, that's my dad. I think time. hearing my voice coming out of a speaker is like weird and <laughs> awesome for him. So Weird yet awesome. And how was it for you? It's just weird for yeah, me. Because yeah, I'm not going to lie, guys. I, I download the podcast every week, and I you listen to every episode for about five minutes, and then I have to shut it off because I can't listen to myself talk. Yeah, no, I'm not big on hearing myself talk either. You, you, you imagine how radio guys can even do it. Like, they must like that. But, yes, it is weird. Plus, I don't want to hear my freezing cold sports takes. Like <laughs> Days later... Meanwhile, yeah, totally wrong. date night for Todd and his wife is listening, listening to, TTR to TTR next to the say, fireplace. Oh yeah. <laughs> Bottle of rosé. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Thank you. Let's do some cool beans. That's All right. Funny. Cool beans, that's corny. Our current events will wrap things up here. So cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. Cool beans. All right. Our cool beans this week. Fertilizer prices have dropped. And uh, I mean, it's it's oh, not going fast, but applause. it's going round of applause. <laughs> so right now, uh, this article is. I just want to get the right date on the article. As of June seventh, so three days ago, last week prices were four seventy a ton in New Orleans. So we are looking at a a pretty good drop there. I haven't seen it hit the marketplace up by us yet. A lot of stuff he's still here in like nine hundred around there. I assume we haven't burned through our nine hundred dollar stuff that was bought in December yet. Right. So that'll be the Nope. But I <laughs> but I have heard coming out of Winona, Minnesota, right off the boat you can get it for about five thirty five. But you gotta go pick it up. Add, if, if add a delivery to fee to it, I mean it's still probably not bad. Yeah. But you gotta have a place to store it and and a way to spread it. So, yeah, half the price it was li- back in late March. Everything's trending lower. So, hopefully, it means things will kind of balance out a little. We'll have to keep track of how long it takes for this to get to the consumer. Right. What always blows me away when stuff drops and turns, like how quickly it drops. Like, literally, there was a 30% drop on in one day. You know, in late yep. May. So, like, it's just... And this is dry it's, fertilizer. It's, Liquid, I've heard, is not dropping as fast. I mean, it has gone down a little bit, but, um, you know, that was a little slower to go up, and so it's going to be a little say, slower li- coming Liquid down. didn't get up as high either, right? right. But still good news uh, for the pocketbook. Potentially here that things are trending in the right direction. And now our That's Corny for this week. Farmer optimism has taken a hit according to the Purdue Ag Barometer. So farmer optimism hit 99, which is uh, first time, it's or the weakest it's been since April 2020. Do you remember what April 2020 was? Uh, yeah, that was COVID. like when... COVID, yeah. The, yeah we're, that was when, dumping milk. Yeah, like, I was going to say we're dumping it, milk. That was, it was, we're getting $12 a hundred weight. And this is a little bit of a replay that it was down we already talked about it when it hit like 120 on their barometer and that was back you know back like three months ago so what's crazy is is how much it's like just gotten worse yeah um, but it looks like most springs there's a decent there's a drop. there's a dip. may may of 2016 was 97 so we're we're kind of in that boat we're we're where we were six years ago hey that was my that was the summer i started so i mean I'm trying to think Ooh, I'm seeing a pattern here. What the <laughs> heck? Wait a second. You can't see a pattern. Uh, I don't know. There's definitely some, there definitely seems to be some poorer attitudes towards farming in the spring just because. Yeah, 17, 18 were good. Then 19 was 101, 20 was 103. So, uh, last year was good, and then we're back down to 99. So it seems like, yeah, every couple of years we it, seem to. It takes two rainstorms in the spring, though, and it basically just drops all your opti. It takes well, it all yeah. right out of the I mean, We were talking before we recorded. There's areas of Wisconsin that have had massive amounts of rain lately, and it's just getting frustrating. So this a lot of the, what Purdue found, the sentiments had to do with basically getting inputs and that the cost of inputs was way higher and then that you couldn't get your first choice 
was tough on guys. That sure. You, you basically kind of had to, and I, and I still feel like I've got a little bit of burnout from that of like doing crop plan A, B, C, D, and then basically in season anyway, just changing it to whatever they had. So there, there's a lot of that, that was, seemed like a big part of this sentiment. That was super frustrating to have a seed guy call and say, hey, I can't yeah. get this for your farm. What do you want? Giving five more options and him calling you back a day later and saying, I can't get any of those either. Yeah. And basically no. your hands are just tied and you're getting whatever. But what I have yes. is what you're going to get. So what's funny is like you used to put together, like it'd be like making a grocery list and then going to the grocery store and being like, yeah, th- like we have none of this, but we have this other thing that's kind of like it. Yeah. That you we know you said you needed toilet paper, but how about mustard? Yeah, right. <laughs> I was I was thinking more like I know you wanted sour cream, but here's some yogurt, like yeah. something that will not work at all. But yeah, mustard and toilet paper that would go together pretty well. Uh, or sandpaper. Yeah, we have sandpaper, Ooh, but we yeah. have toilet we paper. Have toilet paper. We have this <laughs> other kind of paper. Technically, both paper. <laughs> yes. So all right. I mean, we're it's eighty grit, but you know it's. If you go slow. The word in front of paper is very important. <laughs> right. It's a key distinction. There's some leaves out there. Just make sure it's not leaves of three. Leaves of three, let it be. Uh, Although we're getting close to velvet leaf season. so Yeah, I actually oh. saw a pretty good patch of velvet leaf the other day uh, down in the Ripon area. It was weird because it must have been a spray skip because like the whole field kind of looked clean and all of a sudden there was just like this patch of velvet leaf right in the headland. So guessing that's where they started and stopped and maybe poor, stopped a little too early. Poor little buddies, they're not going to make it much longer. They're thinking ahead for for this. You know, they may may be needed just in case the toilet paper so- yeah, shortage we're returns. Leave this one spot just in case we're needed. A little velvet leaf, a little lamb ear. So there you go. There's your toilet paper alternatives for the next <laughs> shortage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that'll do it for today, guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us, Matt. So today we talked about the remaining dairy breakfasts going through the rest of June and even one into July. In our spotlight, we looked at the Ford Lightning and they're testing right now to see how electric vehicles might fit into the farm world. Ag History Minute, we talked cheese curds. Cool beans was fertilizer prices are headed down. That's corny. Farmer optimism is at a low. So hopefully your optimism is not so low and you enjoyed listening to this episode. So thanks for listening. And as always, happy farming. <laughs>